All right, we're a little late to the party here, but welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Super Champ Chuck. We back at it with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Uh, before we get to the beatdown of the Bears, we're going to introduce the panel here. My guy, Boogie's on the top right of the screen. Uh, we may have another one of the hosts up here, but you never know. We'll see. But we bring in a friend of ours from Canada. He drove all the way from Canada to Kansas City to experience the town, grow up on all kinds of barbecue. You know, hit the NOB Museum, uh, Negro League Baseball Museum, and go to the game and all the other good stuff. I think he went to the K-State game, too. But mm-hmm. we welcome our guy, John Everest, our Canadian friend, huge fan of the show, huge supporter of the show. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you guys? I'm great, man. Can't complain. Um, we all licked up the gates on Friday, man. It was a great time. So Yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. My entire... All my clothes smell like barbecue the next day. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it does that to you, man. It has oh. that effect. Yeah, it was beautiful. I, I was like, I should sell this as like a loan or something like that. Well, we got to get right into the, the biggest question of the, the episode then, right? Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite barbecue? Uh, Gates. Gates is it. Gates was it. I, I had the, um, yeah, I ate the, uh, the burnt end sandwich with a winner. Um, like that. Both of us, my buddy Mike, who you guys both met, he um yeah. he, he and I both. I, I didn't eat all mine. Luckily enough, when I was like still at the hotel on uh still at the hotel, I, I ate it in bed and it was still so good. <laughs> Fat boy tweet. <laughs> right. <laughs> See ate <ain't> in bed. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, Kevin, that's probably true. That's a hundred percent true. I did smell like <laughs> and weed the next day. Perfect domination. It is. But I, uh, Gates was one. I'd have to put uh, Q39 was two for me. I had brisket and burnt ends, and they were really good. And then Joe's. Like, there wasn't a bad option. It wasn't like any were. They were all super good. And I understand I just scratched the surface. So I was oh, really- yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to go on tour one more time, man. It's a couple more spots you got to get. Jack Stacks, I will put at the top of the next up list. What you think, Chuck? Oh yes, yeah, that's, that's about right. I mean, it's always been Gates and then Jack Stack for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I um no, I did a poll on my Twitter and I said where should we go? And Q thirty nine one fifty one to forty nine. Yeah, I was mad close. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. <laughs> well, they both all three of those. I vouch. Yeah. So you but didn't it, make a mistake. Yeah. No, it was cool and it was. Uh, I mean, it was some of the best stuff. I mean, that we've we've ever eaten because you don't get barbecue like that here. I mean, you get go okay stuff, but not. I mean, one lady when we told her we went to Gates, she's like, "Well, that's old. That's old school. They do it old school." And I'm like, "Well, then that's what I want." <laughs> Dudes have been doing it for 50 years. I said, "That's what I want to make." Awesome! It was so unbelievable. It was so good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, man. Yeah. So let's go and get down to the, some of this play by play, man. Because you was giving a little play by play action um, as you was driving on the road and stuff. <laughs> like, I, I had a chuckle out of a few of those tweets that you brought up. So yeah, just give us the rundown, man. You're tripping. How you enjoyed it? So oh well, I went. So we started. We left here eight thirty Eastern time on Thursday, mm-hmm. and so we crossed that uh, pretty much Michigan Detroit, and so we ran through Michigan at like. I think one in the morning. All I noticed was there was con- the road. There was construction everywhere, and all I could think about was, "Well, it's the same as the Lions. They've been rebuilding since 1954." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and uh, so yeah, we went, and then we just kind of drove right through. We uh, 
I didn't get to see Taylor Swift. Even my mom asked me. My mom's like, did you get to see Taylor Swift? I'm like, mom, no. <laughs> Come on, I did not. Um, but so we drove through uh, like parts of Indiana, Illinois. As soon as you got outside of Chicago, Illinois was as flat as my ass. It was <laughs> like there's nothing there. And it reminded me of Saskatchewan up in Canada. It's really flat. Um, but once we crossed over into Missouri and we crossed the Mississippi, that's when the trip was like, oh, here we are. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And the first place I actually made sure we were going to go was the Arrowhead Pro Shop. Mm-hmm. At Arrowhead. So I put in my GPS from Collingwood to Arrowhead Stadium. So it took us about with stops like 16 hours, but it was a pretty good drive. It wasn't, you know, my, my buddy, he did most of the drive and he was not a problem. So he liked driving. So he was cool. And uh, what's up, Arrowhead Chief Podcast? So, um, yeah, they, uh, yeah, so it was awesome going in. And when we went to Arrowhead the first time and I saw it, I was just like, you know, my heart kind of skipped a beat. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, I'm here. Like, I can't believe we're here. We're going to go to this place. So that was something special. I almost started crying. I was like, you know, just seeing the whole thing. And then after that, we went to Joe's um, to get some grub. That was good. And then, and that night we yeah we met you guys at gates um and we we stayed at the country club in the plaza uh that's where kylie recommended so mm-hmm. thank you kylie. shout out kylie shout out yeah kylie. That. she shout really out. helped she helped with the trip um i'm gonna mail her those ketchup chips that we didn't ever got delivered but uh no and uh then we went to gates and that was fun it was cool meeting you boogie and chuck and brian and right, yeah it was awesome it was cool just hanging out and talking boxing and football and bullshit and it was oh yeah you know, yeah. it was nice. I um, and then yeah, we went back and just kind of watched a bit of college football. Went, got up the next day, and uh, that's when we went to the Negro League Museum. And that was it was cool to go to 18th and Vine because you hear about it, mm-hmm. and you see that it's like, oh, there's some history here. But that museum was so cool. I I am one of those people who loves baseball history, and learning more about the Negro League Museum and be able to ask like Bob Kendrick, like if if Josh Gibson never died. Oh. Um, <laughs> nope, she didn't make it. Hey, y'all get on Kali when y'all when next episode when she on here too, man. Give her a hard time for me, please. Yeah, she we owe, on her head Thursday. She she owed me a shot and she owed Kingdom Cast a shot whenever we see her. So straight up, but but anywho, <laughs> yeah, Kylie wasn't able to make the game unfortunately, but uh, we went to know and then it was like it was just super cool, like to hear the stories about Josh Gibson and Satchel Paige and all those great players and. And see the Getty Lee exhibit. Getty Lee, the lead singer of Rush, uh, the Canadian band, has um, he donated all these autographed baseballs and like just bought them and donated them because he's a huge uh, baseball fan. So, mm. and then after that, went to Q39, and then we went back for a nap, and then Kansas State, which was an experience, which was a cool experience. We didn't tailgate there much because we, we were just like we, I think we were both exhausted, but uh-huh. oh, it was oh, so yeah. much fun. Like, just, I've never been to a college football game. We have nothing like that in Canada. And, I mean, they won the, uh, I forget the, DJ Giddens, the running back, had, like, 300 yards. He was just, it was ridiculous. But it was a nice spot. And, like, most of Kansas is flat, too. Like, most yes. of it's super yeah, it flat. Definitely. And when we went into the, uh, to Manhattan, it was, like, it, it was, like, secluded. It was all this, like, it was... Uh, we've expected, oh, it's flat. We'll see the stadium from the highway. But you had to go kind of in this hilly area, and then it all kind of opened up. It was actually a really nice spot. It seemed like a really nice college town. And and the game was great. And uh, we talked to a few people in there who were from 
Kansas State alums. And I mean, everybody we would talk to, no matter the hotel, the uh, the Uber drivers, the, I mean, even a couple of the, the ladies at Gates uh, we, they took, a, took a shine to us. Uh, you know, when she heard we're from Canada and that we wanted yeah. sessions, I think that they were impressed. But uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. And it was like, everyone treated us great. And then, you know, then we went to Arrowhead. What's up, Joe? I took a picture of the uh, the Joe Delaney thing for uh, Kareem there in the, in the thing because I went to Hall of Honor. So mm-hmm. part of the thing was I was supposed to hook up hopefully with you guys, but before I went to the uh, hey it's Kyle, before I went to the game like on Saturday the sixteenth, I rolled my ankle, stepped down the stairs, rolled it because I'm clumsy as hell. Oh god, yeah, it was hurting like bad. But by the time I got to Thursday, it was okay. You was literally day to day. Yeah, I was day to day. No, I wasn't day to day. I was gonna play. Come on. And then as we we're going to meet you, Boogie, I rolled it again at the stadium. Yeah. And so I rolled again. My buddy Mike gave me a look like you sorry for bitch. Like, come on, what are we doing here? So I kind of was like, all right, we gotta go back to the car. I gotta get my tenter bandage, pop some pills. I don't think we're gonna meet you, unfortunately. But uh, we uh we went back and I wrapped it. I was like, okay, we're like, we're gonna do this. This is I mean, and then we met a nice gentleman named Cletus who gave us a little special treat, which was fun. <laughs> and okay. They, I, I, when you said that, when I was like, oh, there'd be a place to buy stuff, and you're like, um, yeah, exactly. I'm like Pat Mahomes, but not at all. Um, I'm the Pat Mahomes to walk into my seat in 343. But when you said that you were like, oh, you pay. You don't have to pay. Like they were giving out everything. Like, oh yeah, it's you know, we donated. There was this one group that did the ski shot. They have like a ski, and they put four shots in it. It's like some kind of moonshine. Some lady had, uh, some lady had a shirt that said "I love Chris Jones" and that Kansas City D, and she was making, uh, she was making, um, uh, what do you call it, Jello shots and pudding shots. Oh man, and yeah. so I had those, and they were giving out free stuff. A couple Bears fans. Actually, I'll say I met a ton of nice Bears fans. And it was a lot of Bears. Oh, yeah, they was Bear, Bear fans at this game. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, they was and uh, a couple of the boys gave us some tacos, which were killer. And, uh, you know, just we kind of dove in. And then, uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was so good. And then make, making that walk. Making the walk to Arrowhead. You know, you just got that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a long trip. Um, but making that walk and, you know, if Frank Lucas could, if Frank Lucas in the seventies had been able to sell that, you know, the feeling I had in my veins, he, he never would have gone to jail. He would have made so much money. Like he just, it's such a, it's such a high. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't drinking a ton cause it was so damn hot. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, of course we sat and the sun was right in our faces. My friend's a ginger. So I'm like, we were burning and then like, we were so hot. So we, you know, we paid a good portion of money for, for water. But uh, it was, you know, walking in that stadium and the smell of it. It smelled amazing. I, to- I told you about that. I told you. When you get out there, when you pull into Arrowhead, you can smell Arrowhead. Yeah. Easily. And even in, uh, just, like, walking inside in the concourse, you could smell mm-hmm. it. Like, there's so many different places to eat. And it, we were like, this place smells amazing. But the Hall of Honor was super awesome. Mm-hmm. And, Getting your, get my picture taken with the Super Bowl trophies was cool, so <clears throat> I'm I'm excited about that. And uh, no, it was just 
I can't even describe it. It was so awesome. It was so amazing, the whole trip. And the city really, like, I got a great vibe from the city. Like, it just seems like a really cool place to be, a place that, you know, a lot of people are going to. And I see why. Like, you have so many great restaurants. There's great culture. There's great, you know, everything. And, I mean, we just, you know, we just scratched the surface. But I know that anywhere we went, no matter who it was, how they spoke, how they looked, they loved us. As soon as we told them they were can from Canada, they were like, like, how the hell? <laughs> like, really? And, uh, you know, they wanted to talk. And people were super nice. There was this one lady. And we had had a couple of drinks. And we were talking to these two ladies. And she's my buddy in his own way. Pardon the, the language here. He's like, you know, I bet you Travis Kelsey is a dick like a fence post. And this lady said, without missing a beat, I sure want to find out. <laughs> Mike, I bet you do. But oh, man. the actual game was incredible. Like, Mahomes made some amazing throws. I saw him throw a touchdown pass to Kelsey. Mm -hmm. I whooped on the Bears, and I have two good friends who are Bears fans, so that's great ammunition for me. But, uh, no, it was amazing. It was an unbelievable trip. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Well, hopefully you come back next year. I'm coming back. I'm good okay. for going to come back. I'm not. It's it's going to be sooner than never. That's for okay. sure. Like I, I even tried to. I think my wife might even be in on the next trip because she she does not like football, no football, care about football, mm -hmm. but she loves food. And I said I miss like ten barbecue joints, some chicken places, some Mexican places. She's like, I might want to go for the food. We got some other type of food too. You bring your lady. I got some other little spots for y'all. Yeah, like I'm. I, I love it. I love getting. I love experiencing. I. Tr I think we tried to experience the city as much as we could. Mm -hmm. like going to the, you know, I think that was one of our goals. Was like, yeah, we're going for the football game, but that's part of experiencing the city. But like, I want to experience the city. I want to try barbecue. I want to go to the Negro League Museum. Those kind of mm -hmm. things. What we could jam in there because it was uh, <clears throat> come back for banner night. <clears throat> We'll see. <laughs> but it was it was amazing. And it was a great city. And I've always kind of had a connection through the Chiefs and a few other things. Like my wife's uncle used to coach the uh, Kansas City Scouts, the former Kansas City HL team, NHL team. Mm -hmm. So and, uh, you know, always, you know, like people from Kansas City. And it's just so I've always had plus the Chiefs, of course. But so but it like that connection's deeper. Like I just I just fell in love with it. It was such a good place. But anyway, yeah. That game, though, it was a beautiful game. It, it, Congratulations, Chuck. You won one. Good for you. <laughs> you silly. <laughs> yeah, got the first dub of uh, 2023. Yeah. Okay, well, not the first dub, but, I mean, it's technically the third dub, but, you know, the first <laughs> dub of the, the 2023 season. You know yeah. It, it, it sounded like you had a better time than the Bears on, on the field. Oh, geez. Ooh, yeah. We, because we were in, as I like to say, Jordan loves mom seats, we were surrounded <laughs> by Bears fans. And they were happy for seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes. Okay. We were sitting next to this guy, and he, and he says to his son, sons, he's like, we're here. We're here for the game, and it's a game we're going to win. And I wanted to turn around and say, what game are you going to? Because you're not going to win this game. Don't lie to your kids <laughs> like that, man. Come on, man. <laughs> There's no way. And we sat next to a guy um, for, um, uh, what do you call him? Sat next to a guy named uh, from he, I don't know his name, but he's from South Dakota and he's a Bears fan. And it was like seven minutes and he just lost. It. He was just like, "Come on!" And you fell for him. Like I mean, as you know, uh, Chuck and, and Boogie, I'm a Leafs fan, and we haven't won anything since '67. Uh, so I know it, and I know 
and obviously Chiefs fans, we know futility. Like we've been there. We I yeah. and I'm like, I remember that. Uh, 2011, 2010, it was just like, yeah, without oh. but but uh they um God, it, was it was horrible, just horrible football all the way around. I don't know what they're gonna do. I have no idea. I don't know what their plan is because whatever they're doing now ain't working. Yeah, it's a full reset, man. It's, it's, a, it's a full reset. But it's another reset. Like it'd be the, they're in the middle of a reset. Right. The Bears fans, I said next two, they just look lifeless, dog. And then I walk by the same way. I was like, look, man, can only go up from here, man. Hang in there. We've yeah. been through it. We've been here, bro. So just hang in yeah. there. It was I mean, there was no animosity. Like I have no nothing against the Bears. I actually like the Bears as an organization. But uh I just felt bad because like I said to the guy, I said, did you guys Chicago up uh, Justin Fields? He's like, I think we did. I mean, just there's so, may- so, somebody picked them to go 12 and five. And I'm like, they're almost off on that. Like, thank you <laughs> playing the Broncos. I mean, oh, man, that's the, Bron- game. the Broncos are ready for the glue factory. <laughs> they are horrible. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Like, I love it. Forget it. Like, I love it, but. Just terrible. I definitely think even with – I give Ty on Twitter, I give him a, a hard time because he said uh, Justin Fields is the same as Jalen Hurts, just with better weapons. And I'm like, you tripping. But I will say I can't even blame this on Justin Fields, man. Like this just was like – they just wasn't on a level. They shouldn't even been on the field with them, man. The yeah. coaching was horrible. Nobody could get open. I think it was uh, Baldy. Yeah. Who, yeah. yeah, man, they was all over them, man. Like Chiefs defense. Uh, my boy Ish on Twitter. I don't even know if he's watching this, but I was wrong, man. This is the top ten defense. I, I've seen enough. I this is the top ten defense already. You convinced already? I, I'm convinced. Yeah, I, I, I I'm I, convinced. I've been telling anybody who would listen about our defense, and what I saw was we were drafting young, fast, and physical players on defense. Everybody on that. Defense pretty much is young, fast, and physical. And like when we had Hitchens, he was good, but he wasn't fast. Like, and with the secondary and just building this arsenal. And I think we have three all pros on the defense. Uh, and I don't know, like Jones, um, Bolton, and my guy, Trent McDuffie. Trent McDuffie is the absolute, like, oh my goodness. Like, people say we don't draft star players and whatever, but that dude's an all pro. That dude. That 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 he made a couple plays in the run, another forced fumble. Like I mean, he's <clears throat> on the ball. John, I thought he was gonna be cool. This man has been saying he was gonna be that all pro type player since last year. So I, yeah. I give him credit. I thought he was gonna be good, but now he's just doing the little thing. He's doing the shit that all pros do, man. He's tackling. <clears throat> he's, I mean, don't, he's like he number one. He's forcing fumble. Ain't he like number one with uh corner one. tackles for losses or something? Yeah, like, yeah. No, he was the best graded uh corner according to PFF. But you that know, also it's like I don't listen to PFF like that, but hey, well, they know what they're talking about. I will say I listen to PFF with cornerbacks. Every position I don't go off PFF. Yeah, cornerbacks mm-hmm. I, I go off that personally. <clears throat> I but his ability to cover, like the way he covered Chase in the AFC Championship game. I mean, the way he tackles, like, we've been notorious the last, like, you know, since Mahomes have been here, being a really not great tackling defense. That's not the case. Everybody can tackle. 
Karloftis, he's he's really good. He's coming in his own. I was hoping that um, yeah, he's a dog. He is a dog. He's so good. I mean, I just think that you look at it was natural. I think the guys were going to get better. Like the secondary was like so young last year, and they won the Super Bowl. You know, they always say in like um, in really in mixed martial arts and boxing, though, that when you win a championship, your your skill level elevates, and that's the case with this defense. Like. Oh, I'll give him. Don't worry. It's coming for me. Um, may not be from Boogie, but it's coming for me. But I just I just love the defense. I love the athletes. And when we get a Menahu back, I mean it, we didn't we didn't have him. We didn't even have Nick Bowden. Like yeah, it's gonna be it's a good defense. And it just we just need our offense to get kind of clicking. I know they got clicking that game, but uh but you know, we were right on top of the Justin Watson catch, so we were like, it was. So we got a great view of it. What a throw! Like, oh my goodness! I, like, <clears throat> just outstanding. Like he was, he, it was a good. Throw. I also like how Sky Moore looked. I thought Sky I, had a couple big plays. I think I, he I still, think that was two straight weeks that I was like, okay, Sky, that's what I'm talking about. Two straight weeks. Mm-hmm. I need this type of consistent play every week. I don't need a. Uh, a one catch game after this. I want him to if he continues to play like this, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. I I mean and Pacheco, I was happy with how we ran the football. You know, yeah, like, we finally got a good balance of running past this game. I was like, I was like, I wonder if Matt Nagy and Andy Reid gonna take this one seriously. You know, saying yep. Matt Nagy used to coach the Bears and all that good stuff. And you know, I know how I knew we was gonna put the Bears on the hub. Like, I saw our score. I saw the two other games that was on the afternoon. They was close, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, we about to put the pedal to the metal, boys, man. And that's exactly what happened, man. Like, finally had a good run balance of running pass, bro. Like my running backs agenda. Finally came to life. Yeah. And then four and yeah, had four touchdowns. Like McKinnon scored two through the air. Um high colliders ran one and Pacheco ran in one. So yeah. It was a solid day. It was solid beautiful. I watching Pacheco run was just it's from the position where I was, like up in the sky, it was like it was amazing. Like you could just he was such a, he's so shifty and he's got great vision. And uh that's sometimes like I think why people get on Clyde is they think like his vision's like Stevie Wonder because he can't really see the holes. But I mean, Checo, you give him a hole, he's going to hit it. He's going to hit it hard and fast. And I was just, oh my God, that guy's so good. And I, I mean, I know he had the shoulder injury, so we're kind of maybe just putting him in slow. But I tell you, he was, he was so good, so good. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a great game. I mean, it was all around is kind of what we needed. Get some confidence. I'm with both of y'all fellas with hopefully Pacheco. This is starting of something. We gave him those first couple weeks. We know he's coming out that shoulder injury. Hopefully we get this started to where we get this balance going consistently. Not just one game, then next week we throwing the ball 40 times in the first half. No. Mm-hmm. Continue to be balanced. Continue to use all three running backs. That's what we, that's when we at our best. Yeah. Yeah. And using them out of the pass game too. Like I like how they use McKinnon. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's, he's – and we play the Jets, and they got an, they got a good defense. But I think – but I think if we're, <clears throat> if we're able to establish the run, I, I think run and short pass would be good because I know they're going to cover our guys like a blanket. But I think if we can, you know, I think it might be one of those run and short pass games to open up the uh, – but, I mean, they haven't been as great this year. I mean, Dallas kind of lit them up. and 
I mean, Patriots scored 15 points, which for the Patriots might as well be 40. <laughs> so, but they were they were really good. Like they were um, they were they they're a good defense. But I don't know. I think uh, I think our guys will get get it going. But I, I will say, Kareem, you you hopped in the comments. I will say this, and I know Chuck is not going to agree with this, but I will say right now. I completely understand why Justin Ross is not getting snaps and Justin Watson is. Right now, you cannot deny Justin Watson is the best deep threat on the Chiefs, and he got chemistry with Mahomes. Yeah. And he's coming through. It's not like last year I felt like it was a couple times throughout the season where it was like, okay, Mahomes, it's other people there. Why are you just throwing to him? I feel like he's getting open. We're not just forcing it to him. When we have thrown him the ball, he has came yeah. through. And it's been big plays. We haven't we haven't really had big plays. We kind of got screwed this week on a big deep play. The NBA got screwed oh on my that. Gosh, bro, like that was ridiculous, man. Like they called that illegal formation so late. That's when they started picking on Jawan Taylor again. Like the stuff the league is doing, Jawan Taylor is ridiculous. Like it nobody is. paid attention to this dude in Jacksonville and how he lined up. But now that he's on the Super Bowl champion team, we're Super Bowl contending team, and now that Chris Collinsworth. Uh, complain and bitch. All of a sudden, it's an issue, bro. Like Lane Johnson, we see Lane Johnson line up the same way. We seen Trent Williams do it. We seen all these other teams line up similarly, and there was no outrage. Like I, crazy, fellas. Was I? I seen a story, but I, I was not able to verify that Andy Reid sent them out there to purposely do that. Not Jawan, but our backup. Right, and they did not call it. Was that right. a true story? Well, who was the link to that story? I mean, I, listen. I mean, I, I, I think I, I think I believe it, bro. Like, um, I actually retweeted the story. Um, you know, I'm gonna try to find it here, but I think there is truth to it, dog. Because remember, like when people were saying that Juwan Taylor was benched the game before, and that mm -hmm. wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. I think it was the same thing then. Just, just, just to see if um there was no call on a different right tackle. And in both instances, that has been the case. Yeah, it's it's annoying. I I have a feeling that Clark or Andy, probably Clark, will send a nicely tersely worded letter to the league office this week, basically saying, "Hey, like, I mean, I we get it. It's a problem, but it's a problem with everybody, you know. Like, so let's let, how about we let's, let we look at Philly. That guy's been doing it forever. He did, you know, like. And and the thing, Andy Reid does not get critical of the refs like that for him to yeah double down on it after he had a day to get his emotions together he doubled down on that we all have seen the monday night football we literally just watched it <laughs> so it's like you can't possibly tell me what is the difference what is it because d may got a whole thread <laughs> with different tackles doing it it's Man, not just one other player crazy. Tyron Smith was blatantly his in that Cowboys Cardinals Cardinals game, dog. Like, <laughs> Just, yeah, it's it. There's, something's got to happen. I mean, the, the joke going around is how you ban the uh, the quarterback, the the rugby push sneak. It's like, well, let the Chiefs do it. Once. I'm, I'm just saying. Let us do I'm it. Just saying. But it's uh, yeah, it's, it's the block. A, the block about to come next, Kareem. Leave me alone, man. <laughs> yeah, time out. What you blocking for the first time? That's all I want to know. I, I'm not. I, I'm not sure about that. He'll have to tell you. I, I don't know that. Uh, okay. Yeah, Kareem, let us know if you remember. But yeah, Kyle, I'm gonna check out your guys' pod on that. Yeah. But continue, John. My bad. No, I. I just think it, it's something, and it's it's annoying. But 
I mean, I will say this though, Patrick's getting great protection nonetheless. Yeah. I think Taylor's been pretty good and Smith's okay. I think there's some penalty issues, yeah, but yeah. He uh yeah, I mean he's gonna get I mean he's getting protected really well. He has so much time to throw the ball. I, I think especially this week. Yeah. I, I I thought I thought they've been like you said, I don't think our O line has been horrible. It, I think if you took away half of these bullshit penalties on Taylor, we would look at our offensive line differently, I think. Yeah, I mean, we, we, I think we're still number one in pass block win rate. If I'm I've seen mistaken. that. I think we're still mm-hmm. number one in that category. I got to look at where we had uh, running the ball, but I, don't, I think we've done pretty solid running the ball, too. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I've seen Trey Smith do some bad things to some somebody on that field, too, man. It was a crazy little clip I seen. Trey Smith got some stuff going on at home or something. He he taking it out on whoever's on the field. He did he did somebody foul during that game, man. It was crazy. That's a grown man. That's yeah, he's enormous. Like like I, the thing going around is what he did to the two Broncos guys. It's like I know. think that's what it was. Yeah, he, he hit one, then he went upfield and got the other one. Yeah, that that was crazy. I said, "Woo!" Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that man came out with some bad intentions, dog. And like, I'm and the trade, like, he had a rough game in week one, but since then, you know, he's been back uh, to being solid. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. It's just what it was just one of those very nice for him, but he's fine. You know? Yeah, no, I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about that interior offensive line. We're gonna be fine. Before before we move off the offense, also, I want to give some love to Rasheed Rice too, man. I thought he. That's what it was. It was that one, Kyle. It was that one right there that I'm talking about. But I, I think Rasheed Rice, man, twice he was yeah, just that, that close. close. But he's still showing us every week he's getting better, he's getting more snaps. If we can just get the one drop that he always has, if we can get rid of that one drop. Yeah, my thing with him is ball, is ball security. Ball security has been a, been an issue with him still, uh, whether it's dropping the pass or whether it's fumbling the pass. I mean, I'm fumbling the ball because I'm because uh, remember the second half when the game was already out of hand and, and Blake mm-hmm. Evans was in there. Uh, one of those interceptions was Rasheed's fault. Rasheed, the ball went through his hands and it got picked off. So he he got he still got to clean up a few things, but the talent is obviously there. Yeah. And so good thing is early in the season, you know, against like these inferior opponents. Uh, so hopefully, like when we get to the halfway point, all that be cleaned up by now, and then um, we'll get to rolling even more in the back end of the schedule. Yeah, yeah. I, I like him. I think he's uh, – I like that he does get open. He runs good routes. He gets open. And he's uh, – my friend George always said, whenever you watch this tape on Rasheed Rice, everything he ca- – during camp, everything he catches is down the middle. He's really good down the middle. And, like, I think mm-hmm. – uh, I think he's – I don't know. Like you said, Boogie, every week he seems to be getting better and better and better and better. And I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think there's magic. Like, Mahomes is through to, what, 10, 11 guys yesterday? Or Sunday, he does. He doesn't even do that quite often. Yeah, this whole year it's been ten uh, different pass catchers every game this year, right? Yeah, like I, I just, you know, an MBS hasn't. You know, he's had some good catches, of course, but he hasn't really been targeted a ton. And I mean, if he gets in the offense more, I think it'll be better. But I mean, Rasheed's really stepping up as far as the young guys, and I like what I see from Sky. I think Sky's. I mean, he's not getting twelve targets a game, but I don't think anyone other than Kelsey will. But he's catching everything that's coming to him, and he's making plays with it. And I think that's what we want. Like that route, that one route he had. I mean, he just basically schooled that dude. It was like there was a one catch he made. They showed the route, and he schooled it. Like, but uh, 
yeah, I, I think our receivers are going to get better. I mean, it's like anything with this team. I mean, they don't they don't show you everything from at the start. It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Yeah. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is our defense is full of monsters. It's changed. It, it changed a, a lot, man. That's a game changer because maybe now Patrick doesn't have to score four, 35 points to win. You know, yeah. some of these games we go into when we play these offense, it's like, oh, we could hold them 10, 12 points. Like, 10, 13 points, 14 points. I'm like, we should be able to win those games. I yeah. mean, the whole Mahomes just... era has always been the 30-point thing. Can we keep them under 30? I, I think we can drop that 30 down a little bit now. The 20. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. would it be allowed 43 points in three games? Four, you know, like, it's amazing. But we got athletes. We got, like, they were talking about it on the broadcast. He's like, listen, and one of the guys was like, this Chiefs defense, he's like, they got mm -hmm. players everywhere. Even guys who aren't stars. I'm, Dolphins. <clears throat> I'm really not. Like, I'm not either. Denver is trash. I'm going to address that right now. Denver is trash. They high garbage. It's going to be a long season. A lot of okay? And like with the Dolphins, they man, you want to know who the Dolphins kind of remind me of? And I heard this in the space earlier today. Uh-oh. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with this comparison. They remind, they do remind me of the Phoenix Suns when it was Mike D'Antoni and okay. Steve Nash is running the point. Hmm. Tua is the Steve Nash of that Miami Dolphins team. You know, they 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 run and gun. They put up all these points. They got all the speed and everything. You know what I'm saying? That's what they remind me right now. So we're going to see what happens in December and January. I mean, get back to me then. Two things I'm not worried about with Miami. First of all, I got to see Tua actually be healthy come playoff time. That's, That's one. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Two. They did score 70 points, but they let Russell Wilson score 20 points on them. Their defense is not that good like that. I, not against us. I, I think I, I'm not worried about their defense against us at all. And in the Broncos, I, I haven't watched the whole game, but it looked like they was making business decisions out there. I mean, I don't I'm not sure somebody can score 70 points on you without you making business decisions or quitting. Yeah, and I know we don't supposed to just throw the quitting word around like that, but come on, 70? Bro, like, Sean Payton got to be held accountable. Like, everybody want to blame Russ every time. Like, look, Russell Wilson actually hasn't played bad this year. Like, the second half, yeah, his numbers have gone down a bit, but I think a huge part of it is Sean Payton not adjusting at halftime. He is not – he does not – he's not a good job. He doesn't do a good job of adjusting after halftime. And another thing, Vance Joseph, I don't know why they brought him back. He is not a good defense coordinator. Like, you clearly see the guys, for one, they don't fit that scheme. But at the same time, I think that scheme is flawed as hell. Like, I remember when Tyree scored that first touchdown, and there was a miscommunication on the back end. Like, how the hell do you leave the most dangerous weapon in the NFL wide open? Like, but they got Sertan. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, yeah, Sertan, don't have back there. They said he uh, gave up 99 yards to Tyreek Hill when he was guarding him. I just, yeah. I mean, I agree with you on Joseph. I don't get that. I, he was never a great D DC. Um, I understand what you're saying about Russell, but I mean, for as much money they paid him, Russell's got to be accountable too. I think it's a combination of the both yeah. of them. They're not a match. Like he didn't ask for <clears throat> Wilson. He didn't want, want Russell Wilson. They, ex I agree. they expected him to come in and just be the, the savior. But I mean, let's remember, they, yes, he won a Super Bowl in New Orleans and they should, probably should have been in another one, but he, it's not like he was lighting up the league forever. I mean, no, I just, I just knew it wasn't going to be a good match. I mean, we've seen this, you know, like it just, it didn't fit. 
Yeah, I, I'm not sold on I'm not sold on Sean Payton as a elite coach like everybody's saying either. That's just me. I, I mean, he got the same amount of range as Mike McCarthy. But we look at them differently for some reason. Sean Payton is a guru, but Mike McCarthy is – he lived off Aaron Rodgers. But we don't say that for Sean Payton. And besides that one year, the Saints didn't make the playoffs a lot of years in his tenure. So yeah. it's not like every year they was – no, it wouldn't like that. But I mean, you just but you see it. You can tell. Like Wilson's just a, you know, just he's just a kind he's of a, a shell of himself now. Yeah. Man. But he wasn't great the last couple of years in Seattle. I mean, he had Metcalf and he had Lockett, and he was not good. Like when they wanted to let Russ cook, I mean, he burned the freaking breakfast. Like that was not good. Don't let Russ cook anymore. Let somebody else cook. I mean, I just think that they paid too much, and. They they set the organization back years, like with the draft picks and the money. It's just they're so over the cap. It's ridiculous. It's just a train wreck. And I'm don't get me wrong. I'm happy to see it. Like I love it. <laughs> I love a good dumpster fire in the AFC West as long as it's not us. Hey, good luck ever seeing playoff Frank Clark in Denver. Good luck ever seeing that. He didn't even play last week either, did he? No. Well, not this week. Yeah. Come on, man. Nope. <laughs> Go ahead. I know what they want to do. Go ahead and cut Frank Clark about week eight, week nine, right before the trade deadline. Come back home, man. Come get this ring with us. All we need you on third downs, every other third. Come on, man. Come get this ring. Come back home, man. Yeah. Do you think that they're going to make a – the Chiefs will make a pitch for for a proven – like a – not a proven, but a veteran wide receiver? Don't say Mike Evans, Chuck, or act a fool. Yeah, yeah. Let's not go there. Not Any veteran wide receiver? Um, if, if there is somebody available, I mean, I wouldn't mind T. Higgins coming here, but nah, they ain't gonna be T. Higgins. Look, that'll like, be a off season, but I, I think there might be somebody. I think it, I don't think it would hurt at some point to have a guy who played. <clears throat> you know, like I, uh, I think that would help. Maybe just a guy who's you know more secure. I'm not gonna who, but I, I just don't there. think. The only way I could see that happen is if somebody is seriously hurt because you got to think about we we invested a lot of capital into this room now. I mean, you got Scott Moore was a draft pick. You traded a draft pick for Tony. Rice was a draft pick. Like, at some point, all these guys is under 24. You got to play them. Yeah, yeah like, I think draft yeah, right. yeah you, right. you see how good they are this year. You see who you go keep this year. The next year, you got some money. You can go get that one receiver because you can get out MVS's contract. Justin yeah. Watson is on a, a deal you can get out of. You can yeah. get out and you can just add one bona fide type of receiver and you got yeah. your whole room full. So I don't yeah. think if we was going to do that, we should have got D Hop. I don't think there's any receiver that's better that we could have got at that price than D Hop. He seems, he's probably, he seems happy in. Tennessee. I don't like, I mean, he's soft <laughs> as baby shit. That's what's wrong with him. He's soft as baby shit. Big man, this with me and him. This were this with me and Chuck. I'm not, these are Chuck's thoughts and his I, thoughts only. Get away from me. That dude is the king of garbage time. Look, I'm gonna say, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say this right now. I know y'all gonna look at me crazy, but this dude yeah. wore LeBron's high school jersey and oh. the caption on Twitter. That's what it was. Oh, oh, damn it. Came up with the caption and said, What's Mike Evans gonna do? Put up garbage time numbers with one day twenty down. 
And that's exactly what happened last night. They was down by 20 points, and that's when Mike Evans finally got off. I'm like, dude, get the F out of here, bro. You was already dropping passes during the game, dog. Don't come with this garbage time crap like you usually do. That dude is literally the king of garbage time, bro. Keep him Not rich. when he plays us. Like, he kills us every time we play him. Like, every time he, he destroys uh, I don't know about every time. <laughs> like, most of the time. He had his games here and there. But I, I, like I like him. I think, you know, he's a stable guy who can catch the ball, who's one, who's a veteran. Like, you know, I don't think they're going to trade him, of course, trade for him, of course, but I don't mind him as a player. I think he's a good player. But, I mean, I don't think we're going to trade him because the money's not going to work out and you know, it's just not going to happen. I mean, if we're going to get Mike Evans, we'll sign him as a free agent. But I don't. Yeah. Think but somebody mentioned Chris Jones in the comments. Like, look, I'm. It's not for certain that we're going to be bringing back Chris Jones. I mean, we just got to see how it plays out. Um, but enjoy that while we can, y'all. And y'all know how big I am on Chris Jones. I, I enjoy this while we can. I think you get something done. Honestly, I think you know if if the Hunts take one less safari vacation, I think we might be able to afford. <laughs> But I, I just I think there it's gonna I think I think it'll happen. I think he wants to be here. I think they want him here. I think at some point, you know, people are uh it'll get done. See, y'all got him drop hey, get off Mike Evans. Y'all see how y'all got him acting? <laughs> I mean No, I don't yeah. want no soft ass wide receivers here. No, I'm good. I'm good on Fred I'm good on fancy football wide receiver Mike Evans. He's better in fancy football than in his real life. Sorry. Still been a thousand yard receiver for what eight, nine years straight. Like I said, King of Garbage Time. Like I said. They went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Dude, look who was on the team, dog. Tom Brady. He was the best receiver on that team. Yeah, Tom Brady was hold on, hold on. Time out. What time out? Time out. Time out. Chuck, don't do that. You can make a case Chuck. Chris, Chris Godwin arguably Chuck. better was arguably a better receiver than Mike Evans. Chuck. If you look beyond Stop, the man. No, I'm not Chuck, stopping. Stop. On, dog. You said Godwin was better than Mike Evans. Yeah, Chris Godwin was making all the tough catches over the middle. You didn't answer my question. What you mean? Yes. Chris Godwin is a better receiver than Mike Evans. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mike Evans has missed a go route or if the play if the play breaks get break breaks down, he might do something then. But that's it, bro. He a one trick pony, dog. Yes. <laughs> Pretty good trick. Like, yeah, one trick party, bro. <laughs> Every time we play Mike Evans, I always see him crushing us. He always does good against us. Oh and, my goodness, man! Like, I think you're you're on an island on this one, there, Chuck. Hey, I, hey, I'm glad to be on this island. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what you, I don't know what y'all seeing, Mike Evans, bro. I really don't. <laughs> He's, he is damn near a Hall of Fame receiver, man. Bro, I talked to him. I Bucks said, damn near, damn near, damn near. I know Bucks fans. See, see, yeah, I, gotta, I, I really got to get a stand, but anyway, uh, I know Bucks fans personally who say the same thing about Mike Evans like that dude is soft, man. Like, y'all got to look beyond these uh, these stats, bro. But you probably. just told me stat wise, Godwin was almost as good as Evans. So, what we going off of? Yes, he was. Like with Tom Brady's here, yes, he absolutely was, bro. <laughs> Mike I'm Evans has had a thousand yards every year he's been in the league. <laughs> every I, year, I get it, bro. I get ten it, bro. years of and, that. I get it, bro. And then there was a couple years where he barely scratched a thousand yards, bro. 
<laughs> so now, yeah, Kyle. Okay, you you was paying attention. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, here goes Manny. Manny, Manny, say everybody your chief dog. Come on, Manny, bring him in. I'll take him. You know that's what it was, Kyle. It's cool though, man. <laughs> Talk about Chris. God was better. Face, uh, I, I can answer that question. Um, start, uh, start. Um, I mean, Tyree Kill is the most dangerous weapon in the league, so I mean, I would start him. Um, I, I will bench. God damn, like this is really a tough one. Um, Devontae getting cut, respectfully. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I will, I will bench. De- I'll bench Devontae because look, Justin Jefferson, he probably is the best receiver in the league. People, many people say he's the best receiver in the league, and I wouldn't argue against that, but. I have seen Justin Jefferson get taken out of the games before. I have, like, mainly when they play the Cowboys. You haven't like, seen Devontae Adams get took out of games? Um, it was rare with him. Like, didn't what, what, didn't what he push down the photographer? For the the time was, was... Listen, I'm I'm starting Justin Jefferson. Uh, for sure. The, he's the best receiver in the league. Yes. No question. And then I'm going to bench Tyreek and cut Devontae. I'm with you on that. Yeah, like Justin Jefferson's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he is amazing. But here's the thing: Devontae run better routes than Justin Jefferson to me. Devontae may run the best routes in the league. I'll give you that. Yeah, but it's something different about that dude, man. That catch he made in Buffalo, like <laughs> it's just like what? How did he? How did he make that? Like he makes all the catches, and he does it with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback. That is the biggest difference. Yeah, that's more than that's one, the biggest man. Difference. What? He talked about Mike Evans talking about one uh Bucks fan. <laughs> it's more than it, he needs more people, man. Yeah. I but Justin Jefferson, I see that guy, I'm like just a, oh my goodness. Makes so many good catches, makes every catch. And that's nothing against the other guys. They're all you know, all great receivers. But. Like I said, Mr. Garbage Time. But anyway. Now I hope we pull I mean, this trade that's off. What, that's what every wide receiver, bro. But I see specifically Justin Jefferson. Man, I seen Trayvon Diggs just had that man in a hell cell, bro. Every time they matched up. Well, everybody gonna have. Everybody's gonna have somebody. Yeah, but yeah, right now I don't really know. I guess because Tyreek, Tyreek, I don't want to take nothing away from Tyreek. I love Tyreek, man. You know how I felt about him. I'm definitely got both of them over Adams. I, I yeah, yeah. I can't put nobody over Justin Jefferson right now. Like if you just told me off the eye test, I got to be Justin Jefferson. Got to be. If there's one receiver I'd want to add to the Chiefs, it's Justin Jefferson, just because him with Mahomes would be absolutely unreal. It would be. Unfair. It would be unfair. It'd be like, better than him it. and Rick. I would yeah. welcome it. I don't mind it. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Like this is not the down Justin Jefferson. Or anything. Yeah, you know all I mean? three of them are great. It's it's a reason. It's a tough question, right? Yeah, it's, it's a very so tough true. question. But at the end of the day, like I mean, Tyree Kill, he has a team rounds his routes at times, but he has mm-hmm. gotten better running routes. It's just that Tyreek is so damn explosive when he gets the ball. Like the dude can literally take it eighty yards on one play, more so than the other two. So and that's why I gotta have him at two, just because what you just said. That's exactly why I had to bench him. Like he's just. If Tyree got 2,000 yards this year, who would be surprised? Nobody. I wouldn't. Yeah. He's the only – he's like – he's the most unique receiver in the league. 
because of his speed. He is Mr. Garbage Time. Just a different sport. Kevin, come, Kevin, stall us out, man. Why you do us like that, man? <laughs> come on, man. Listen, like you can say they use key party Super Bowl, but dog, look who was throwing him the ball, bro. That's all. I'm what? Saying. Who cares? Who was throwing him the ball? Bro. Mike Evans is one of the best receivers Tom Brady ever threw to, bro. You crazy? You got on a paper? On no, paper. no. On, what do you mean on paper? I'm just saying, bro. You got a thousand yards from Jameis Winston. <laughs> he had Randy Moss. Who? What other receiver you putting over Mike Evans? Who we um listen uh Julian Evans ran better. Oh around no! Shut up. All right, Julian man. All right, man. <laughs> you saying they better? You saying Julian Edelman's better than Mike Evans? As a, as an overall receiver, yes, Mike Evans is a better deep threat. Yes, Mike. Yeah, I, I, would, I would give Mike Evans as a better deep threat. Yes, but overall receiver, bro, as far as like hands, route running, ability to take hits. Julian the- Edelman led the league in drops, dude. <laughs> bro, Mike, this Mike, Mike Evans hands ain't like that either. He's up there and drops too every year. What's up? <clears throat> Julian Edelman is better than. I'm talking about simply route running, being able to take hits over the middle. Just as a receiver. On, on third down, he's more reliable, bro. Like, look, when, look, Mike Evans more reliable than Julian Edelman was on third down. Bro. How many thousand yard seasons did Julian Edelman got? You go my stats again, bro. You I'm said stats. I'm talking about ability to come through in the clutch when you need to. Mike and Evans, I, that whole Super Bowl run, Mike Evans wasn't clutch in the playoffs. I'm not saying that, bro. I'm saying I've seen Julian Edelman did it way more time than he did, bro. That's all I'm saying, bro. Julian That's Edelman is more clutch than half the receivers right now, but he's not better than them. No, I don't think he's better than Mike Evans. And I'm. I'm the same guy to say Julian Edelman should be a Hall of Famer. Me. I don't think he should be a Hall of Famer, but. I will argue he should. And I'm still saying he's not better than Mike Evans. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> oh, my God. You want me to answer this question so bad, Ross? Ross, look. I would, I would take, look, listen. Chuck. Would... <laughs> Do not. No. no Ross. I'm taking, I'm taking Mike Evans over Juju, all right? I'll do that. <laughs> You happy about that? Stroke. Please <laughs> do not. Don't get him no more Mike Evans or this player. Because he, I don't know what's wrong with Chuck today, man. Oh, I'm blaming mean? John. I'm blaming oh, John. You this you is your <laughs> fault, John. This is your fault, man. <laughs> now, on paper. Come on, Cal, man. What? Come on, Which man. Which was BS, bro. He was never watched, bro. Like, him and Belichick pretty much got tired of each other at that point, dog. Like Bill Check's ego wanted to, wanted him to prove himself that he can win without Tom Brady. You see how that's going. Chuck, give me another receiver from the Patriots that Tom or somebody that Tom Brady played with that's better than Mike Evans. So you said Julian Edelman. So Wes Welker too? Yeah, I'll definitely take Wes Welker. I would. <laughs> I definitely would. I'm not playing, bro. I would. <laughs> John, hey man, this it, man. This it. Enjoy this while you can, man. We can't have you. We can't have you back on here no more. You got him acting up, man. <laughs> Wes Welker and Julian Edelman is better than Mike Evans. Yeah, Philip Gaines, Manny. Philip Gaines. <laughs> Manny, you don't want that pack, bro. No, you don't. You don't want that. Leave that alone, man. Listen, I would even take Chris Hogan. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing. I'm now. I'm now. I'm playing. 
Now I'm playing on that one. <laughs> See, I was about to get y'all that. See, I got y'all. I got you. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you, though. Any Patriots fan who walks in with a LeBron jersey, like, yeah, Chris Hogan's better than Edelman. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. I did see that. Hey, listen. I would say I don't agree with that. No, I think he was good. I mean, I mean, look, like that's not a bad comparison, really. Cause I mean, look, oh, I Eli that. and Flacco, when they got to the playoffs, they all of a sudden became hot. They became different quarterbacks for whatever reason, bro. Like it yep. was crazy. Julian Edelman is like number two all time in like receiving playoff stats. Yeah, like he, he was clutch. He was doing it for a while, but I, I I get I get what you're saying with that comparison. Eli and Flacco, they was clutch. I, I get that. We could take that, Paul. I need some help, man. <laughs> man yes. Kyle, Kyle, get out of here, dude. <laughs> it is. It, it's, it's we about there, man. Listen, uh, Mike Evans is cool, bro. But dog, y'all y'all put him on a pedestal, dog. I'm sorry, y'all really do, man. Is he an average receiver to you, like? What, bro? Th- listen, dog. Hey, hold on, Chris. The Hall of Fame guys have guys that are voting on that have no business voting in the Hall of Fame, bro. That's but like, that's always been the case, Chuck. I know. I'm just saying, though. Like he he put he put that point up on the uh, screen just to just to make his point. You know what I'm saying? Like the Hall of Fame don't make no sense at times, bro. Like Sterling Sharp was one of the best receivers we've ever seen play the game. Yeah, he's not in the Hall of Fame, bro. Like Harris had a short career as a running back, and he in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I, no, I'm with you with that Sterling Sharp. Uh, that I don't know why that has not been fixed yet. Yeah, he's he uh he was good. Like he was the best receiver of football for several years. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sterling Sharp definitely should be in there. But I know receivers. Is- no. Kevin, 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 <laughs> no. Kevin, don't you do that, no. Kevin? Don't you do that to me, man. Stat, I mean, stats do matter because, like you said, we we are gonna look at them stats when it's all said and done. Stats do lie, but yeah. you gotta have both. You gotta actually That's perform, saying, and you gotta bro. have a stat. That's and he saying. actually performs, and he has the stats. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You are saying that he only does this when the game is over, like he's Dak Prescott of the receivers. I don't <laughs> agree with that, man. Oh, yeah, he choked in that Super Bowl. Yeah, he yeah, choked he that Super Bowl, but but. When Wes Walker was there, he was productive in New England. He was. <laughs> Every receiver is productive in New England. Like, that was their thing. Like, hey, dra- Paul, you got to hear this truth, Paul. You got to hear this truth. You got to get out the Matrix, bro. You got to get out the Matrix, dog. You got to hear this truth. What are you, the pastor? <laughs> you got to hear this truth. I'm just um, saying, bro. So who like who did you guys who were you impressed by at the Bears game? Who was who was the who was the uh, the guys? <laughs> if I had to say anybody from the Bears though, um, no, not from the Bears. Shit, I was about to say, man, that's that's gonna be some hard work, ain't it? <laughs> we got to do shit. I need to jock your show to search for that. I mean, <laughs> I meant the Chiefs. No one cares about the Bears. No, um, I will say this though, um. I was impressed by um, Justin Watson in that catch, bro. That catch was very yeah. impressive. It was very impressive. Seems like he has one of those every game, bro. He's good for mm-hmm. one of those big plays, dog. And like Boogie said earlier in the show, like he has earned the trust. And and I agree with him. You know what I'm saying? Like Justin Ross did 
play a good amount of snaps this day. And it really wasn't a good day for Justin Ross. But he's it, it's just, it's part of the growing pains, bro. Like, I've said this yeah. before. You ain't going to get better if you get more reps. So, I yeah. think next game, just go back, go right back to him. Just play him the same amount of snaps pretty much. And, uh, you know, try to get him in the flow. And, Chuck, like we were saying all year, we know – I'm not worried about Justin Ross to after the bye week. We get past the bye week, then I want to start seeing some more of those packages and stuff. But I, I'm, I'm not worried about Justin Ross yet. He made the team. We, let's take baby steps with him. We, we don't need him to be a 1,000-yard receiver right now. Let's just get him together. Yeah, I was – I like Ross had great catches. I, I like Pacheco, though. He was – to me, he was – I like the way he ran the football. <clears throat> I, you know, he always runs angry, but they really opened it. He really opened up and hit those holes hard. I mean, obviously Mahomes was great, but I, I think I love the way they were used Pacheco because I think that can be a key. I think our offensive line is good enough to drive and put hmm. people back. Hmm. hmm. Dwayne Bow. Uh, yeah. Bo. I mean, I, can see I, think it. Were, I think he's smoother than Dwayne Bow. Yeah. I can see the same. I see a little bit of that Sammy also. I, I I like both of those. Yeah, I like both of those. I like his run after the catch ability when he catches it. Like after he catches it, he's very very good after the. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and so. of course, y'all know if we go pick winners, you know I got to go Scott on yeah. offense. That's I just like what I'm seeing from two weeks straight. Ben getting open, but now I feel like the chemistry is getting better. Mahomes' trust is growing. The more and more trust he grows, I always said I thought Scott Moore was going to be like Julian Edelman, who's who's better than Mike Evans. So if Scott Moore can continue to be like this, I think he'll be cool. In defense, of course, I got to go your boy Trent McDuffie. I mean, he now, like I said, he's just – we're running out of things to say about Trent McDuffie, and it's only, what, week three? Like, we already there? Like, huge he's just, jump. He's just – He's always around the ball. He always makes plays. He always makes tackles. He's good in coverage. And yeah, he, he had a little bit of problem with uh, St. Brown, but, I mean, everybody does. But, I mean. They're bums, Paul. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the one thing I've had. Like, it's Ooh. So, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Bro, Mike Dana, I remember early in the game, he pushed uh, 69 of the Bears back, bro, like. Like he pushed him back so easily, bro. Right in the like, right in the Justin Fields. Justin Fields had to scramble to get out of trouble, but he ain't go nowhere anyway because I think George George Carlotis finished it off and made a tackle, or whatever. So, yeah, contract year. Somebody about to pay Dana. Look, Dana been a solid role player here this entire time. Well, you know he was only getting sacks in the AFC West. He was sacking everybody in our division, nobody else. Now, yeah, Franco played a good game. Quinn. Oh yeah, yeah. Draco was solid, bro. Like, I was, I was, I was very impressed with what he did in place of Nick Bolton. He wasn't bad at all. Now, granted, yes, it is the Bears, but still, at the end of the day, you still got to do your job. He needed those reps too, though, Chuck. Because yeah. I know we was complaining about Drew one of these games where he barely even got the snaps we thought he should have got. So, of course, I want Bolton back. I'm not, I'm not Zach or anybody who thinks Bolton shouldn't be Zach, starting. But shout out Zach, though, yeah. man. But I. I think Trank will go be cool, man. I, I right now Willie Gay playing cool. Our, our, damn, man. Willie like, Gay fired up. Like that's the one thing I noticed about Willie Gay. He was getting the crowd pumping every and those defensive sets are when the like the crowd got super loud. Like oh, yeah. that was the other thing about Arrowhead. It's like 
the noise, just the sound of it, like the sound that you heard when you were in there. It was just like a like Kansas State got pretty loud, but Arrowhead was like ten times. And, oh, yeah. and if it would have been a close game, it would have got louder than that, man. But it was just like you, there's always this kind of rumble. There was always a rumble. You could always hear it. But uh, but Willie Gay was getting fired up, and I thought Willie Gay was like, there hasn't really been many bad games from guys on our defense. I mean, everyone got on Justin Reed for a bit, but he made that tip that got that interception. Oh, of course, Paul. Of course, man. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, bro. But, um. So, but yeah, uh, Magic Man had this question though: uh, the greatest postseason run from a quarterback ever. Um. So, I mean, you can't argue what Joe Montana did. Uh, yeah, I was about strange. to go there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's it's gonna be hard to go against Montana. He didn't throw no picks. Yeah. Threw all them touchdowns. Like, beat some great teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom Brady had a run, you know. Um, Shit, Flacco really did. I was about to say, he Flacco, he definitely had a run to where I was like, damn, man. Yeah, Who Flacco is that dude? Yeah. He beat, uh, New England and Denver on the same year. Yeah. yeah he beat Brady, Brady and Peyton. That's crazy. Yep. And then um, then he came back on the Niners. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. We might have to take Flacco just because he beat two – of the top four quarterbacks ever just to get yeah. there. He had a great and he didn't throw no picks. I might have to go there. I might have to go flat though. Yeah, he had a really good run. I mean, I don't discount Mahomes' run. I mean, the run he had, I think it's so wait, um, uh, is Drew on a one year deal? I mean, how many yeah. years? Is that? Okay. Um yep. I think they will move on from Willie um then Drew. So I will have to say Drew. Yeah, Willie's health is kind of an issue. I mean, I like Willie. He's a hype man. You know what I'm saying? Like he his uh his streak is is like so obvious. Like when he screams, you know it's obviously him. You know what I'm saying? Like he got the signature streak, or whatever. You're like hype or whatever. But um, as much as I like Willie's ability uh, to make plays and all over the field, he has a hard time staying healthy, man. So I just think it's a numbers game. I mean, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's kind of similar to like uh, um, Callan Saunders. I mean, it's just he's going to get money at somewhere else that's more than the Chiefs will want to pay him. And I think Willie's going to get that kind of money. I'd love to see Willie come back because I think he his speed brings a lot of the speed. Um, but yeah, I. But I, you know, that's a tough one. But I think Willie's younger, and I think he'll get a. Uh, I think he'll get more money from another team than we're going to pay. Plus, we have Chanel, who's kind of ready to step into his role. Yeah, I definitely think Willie Gay will get paid by one of these teams that's trying to take that next step. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Paul. I, I'd be surprised if we keep him. He, like, he's just going to get more money. He got his rings. He's young. Go get your bag, man. I, I won't even blame him. And like, I think Drew oh. is ready right now. We can get him another year. I'll be cool with that. Yeah, you definitely blocked. <laughs> No, nah, speaking no. of that public games pack, that's that's Kareem. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's on that tonight. No, I, I I agree. I think like if I'm a team like Chicago who has zero defensive players, I mean, a guy like Willie uh, Willie Gay with uh, Edmonds there, I mean that's a good combo. That's a good combo linebacking tandem, and so I think he's going to get paid, and it's too bad. Yeah. Um, but as we want to know something else, I was pretty impressed by, I mean, just a few things that stood out to me 
watching the game. Um, Joshua Williams, he actually had a solid game himself. He did. Yeah, like especially when uh, Justin Fields was trying to test him deep, like he was right there on the receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he, he played anything. I thought he played well. Yeah, he definitely played well. Oh, we forgot the biggest winner. Got to be Kelsey, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, like I'm good thing I was at the game instead of watching it on TV because the commentators made sure that Travis Kelsey was the big winner. <laughs> so, like, and I'll say this. If um if a certain name wasn't in the building, Swifties, baby. My prediction would have been right as far as Rasheed Rice leading the team receiving yards. But he did lead the group in receiving yards as far as wide receivers. So I mean that should count, right? Chuck, you and Taylor Swift have bad blood now. <laughs> I know you don't go there, dog. <laughs> Listen, it's not Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is innocent. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind her being at the game. You know what I'm saying? She got invited to come to the game. I don't mind being in attendance. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody knows how her popularity. She's the biggest pop star. That's what everybody says. She's the biggest pop star in the world right now. Uh, It's just that the issue I have is the media. The media is going overkill on this, bro. Like, like I've seen all kinds of newest tweets. I don't seen Ian Rappaport go outside the box. Uh, Like, and, and I ain't seen this dude go outside the box in a very long time. Other than him talking about football, like the last time he went outside the box and he didn't talk football was when he was at the Jay Z concert at Barclays a few years ago. That's the only other time I remember Ian Rapport going outside the box, other than him talking football. How long does this fling last? The over and under is set at week 10. Will we take the under or are we taking the over? <laughs> Country. <laughs> Show right. Ooh, boy. We, t- we taking the under on the breakup week 10 or the over? I'm taking the over. Ooh, wait. Yeah. They, I, they the beehive, Kyle? They the beehive. Oh, man. They worse. Look, I'm not scared of them anyway. No, I call <laughs> – well, I mean, listen, as long as Travis is happy, that's all I care about. As long as Travis is happy, do the swellsy thing. That's cool. Do that and uh, enjoy yourself. But, I mean, I'm not worried about him. Like, he's pretty – He's pretty grounded to the game, no matter what happens. Yeah, Kelsey got some game. He know what to do. We need her out of here by playoffs, Kelsey. Respectfully. <laughs> Playoff start. I don't want to hear nothing about a Swifty. Get her ass out of here, man. I'm a, I'm just gonna say this, dog. Like this this so-called dating or so-called relationship is it, fake as hell. Look, I, I mean, even even people I know from the Chiefs said this stuff is fake. You know, like. At the end of the day, we know what this is about, man. Travis Kelsey, this is this is a play for him to open up even more doors post football. That's what this is all about, bro. Oh, the door just got kicked down, man. Yeah, how many more doors can you have open? <laughs> the door just it's wide open now, man. Yeah, bro. That's what this is all about, man. Like I, I know the play. That, that guy's gonna that guy can walk in, he's gonna get a broadcasting job the moment he walks off the field. He's got Hollywood yeah. officers. Like he's gonna do. Yeah, he got an agent. He got an agent set ready to go. What he, when he finally retires from football. So, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter to me. Although, it just it's not a big deal. I think it's funny. I think some of the memes are hilarious. Taylor Swift, this dating thing is definitely a bigger distraction than Chris Jones holding I'm, out, holding it close. Like this is. We thought that was something. I don't know, John. 
I, I, I don't know, bro. And I personally don't care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, shout out to her and, her and her career, but I, I don't listen to Taylor Swift's music. Like, I know a few songs. I know she got a few hits. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. her stuff in public. Get played all over uh, stores such as Target and Walmart and all that. So, but, you know, I'm not a Swift, Taylor Swift or a Swifty. So. <laughs> Team Swifties, man. Wow. <laughs> They're wild, but uh, no, I, yeah. Oh, okay, Kareem. <laughs> he better have respectfully. I yeah, like let's hope, but no, I mean, <clears throat> but anyway, I had the best weekend ever. Like that was the best weekend. You can't. Wow. Oh, I know. And let me tell y'all something. After the game, dog. Let me tell you this. So many people found out where Taylor Swift's suite was. They was lined up. To see her I seen um, that, walk man. out of her suite, but I think she got escorted privately. Um, I don't know if I can confirm that or not, but yeah, it was ridiculous. I walked past all that, bro. I said, This is crazy, but yeah, nice. she was it was something everybody was talking about. It. At least she was wearing the right color, so all that matters, right? <laughs> Paul, I'm Paul, let me tell you something, dog. I had to hurry up and get my tickets when they announced Taylor Swift because the price hike was real when that announcement was made on Twitter, dog. I swore the prices went up on the secondary market when she made that announcement, bro. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of views, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, there is a lot. Like, she brings a lot of eyeballs. I mean, she'll be, like, like people, <clears throat> I see some of these people were like, you know, she'll make him more. She'll make him famous. And like, I told my, I told my wife, you know, who Travis Kelsey is. She's like, yeah. no, no idea. And she's like, I think didn't he host SNL? I'm like, yeah, but she doesn't care about football. She could care less about football. But like, of course, she's probably heard me mention him. But like, it's not like he's not a star. He won the Super Bowl and hosted SNL. But she's like a mega star. So she's, yeah, it's not. It's not even close. She's gonna increase the popularity and probably increase the popularity of the Chiefs too. So that's oh yeah, happen. I but. think they say his uh, jersey sales went up like seven hundred percent or something, yeah. or four hundred. What uh, the numbers yeah. is off? Whatever they is, it's yeah, more right. than a hundred percent. Yeah, it's like I think it was like four hundred percent or something like that. Okay, and, and then somebody in the quote just said, uh, "How come his jersey sales like that when he was with Kayla?" I said, "Bro, don't ask stupid questions." On come on, man. I, really? <laughs> Kayla is fine as hell. Oh, of she look better than Taylor Swift without a doubt. But dude, oh. Taylor Swift's net worth is seven hundred million. The doggone ceiling. And she worth more than Beyonce, about. man. Like, come on, we not even gonna do that, man. Like, no, like, why you asking stupid questions? But anyway, I mean, but. Kayla was she's stunning. Like she's just she's a stunning woman. So good for Travis. It sounds like he's having fun. Yeah. We all team fun. Oh my God. There you go. There you go. There you go. No comment. They still let him in here? <laughs> yeah, he's still here, dog. Oh. Uh, but who, man? Yeah, um, great dub by the Chiefs, man. Um, they did what they were supposed to do as expected. Um, no surprises here. And shout out to my guy Kevin Holmes, man. I ran to him at the tailgate or whatever. So, oh, okay, um, okay. Salute to him. It was great seeing him, or whatever. But, um, I didn't see him put a bag over his head, but I did see a random <laughs> Bears fan put a bag over his head. And it's like, man. Oh, it was so bad. It was depressing. It 
it kind of felt it's like just like it kind of felt you like you were watching somebody get assaulted and they just like watching these Bears fans watch Mahomes just kill him. And at one point the guy Mahomes made that pass to uh to wa- to Watson and the guy just just like and got up and left and went back. <laughs> Nothing else to see, man. <laughs> Nothing else to see. He's just like, you know, I, I was like, thanks for your trade for money, Mitch. Appreciate that. Oh, like, right. That, that still don't make no damn sense. When you traded up one spot for him, when there was the shot Watson and Patrick Mahomes on the board. We Nasty work. Who barely played in college. He only started one year in college, I believe. I mean, <laughs> It, it's amazing when you think that Brett Veach was the guy who, when he was Mahomes, was what, his freshman or sophomore, told Andy Reid, we need to draft this kid. He's the best I've ever seen. And I think Sean Payton said, um, he was on, uh, what's his name? One of the shows, and he was talking I, about. I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. I can't. Yeah. Um, Colin, uh, Colin, whatever his name is. There you go. And he said, he was like, we, yeah, we rated him the best, and they were going to take him. But then Andy jumped ahead. And he was like, he's going to the Chiefs because he saw it. But, like, I don't know how you can look at those three quarterbacks from a football perspective and say, you know what? We're going to go with the white guy. Like, I mean, like, how can <clears throat> get it? Especially how Watson was in college. Like, I wanted Watson before I even knew about Mahomes. Yeah. I wanted Watson. So I don't, I don't know how he just leapfrogged both of them like that. That was. But Chicago's, like, I have a, a buddy of mine who's a good Bears fan. And you look at the history of their quarterbacks. Jay Cutler's the best guy they've ever had next to Jim McMahon. You know? Yeah, go check that out. Go check that out tomorrow, y'all. Red Kingdom Focus Space on Twitter. Uh, Ross doing his thing. Uh, I think he just got started doing that. So, yeah, go check that out if you're interested in that. So, for those who are on Twitter. Uh, Let's see here. Bears versus Broncos. What's the over-under points? Uh, I haven't checked that. I'm sure it's really low. I'm taking the under. Early. (laughs) Well, both defenses suck, though. So what? I mean, like, can nobody can throw a pass, but nobody can stop one either. Like, I mean, so what are they gonna do? I'm surprised that isn't the Amazon game. Like, remember, I'm surprised they didn't make that the Thursday nighter. The way they've had. Please fun. no. I think they should. I mean, everybody watch. Like, how many people watch NASCAR for the car crashes? I think that's what you're gonna watch for that game. It's right. Just a train wreck everywhere. A dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. But yeah. well, before we go ahead and go to this final subject tonight, uh, got a few shout-outs for milestones. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, fastest in NFL history to get the 25,000 passing yards. He is he continues to be the standard in the NFL as far as quarterbacks. So, congratulations <coughs> on, to Pat on that. And Andy Reid passed Tom Landry for fourth all-time in career wins. So, shout-out to Big Red. He continues to do his thing. He continues to win. So, but, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and touch on our Fox 4 appearance, man. You know, me, Boogie, Country, we got on Fox 4 uh, for the Red Friday show. Uh, mainly want to shout out Carrington Harrison and uh, Brittany, Brittany Krugel. Uh, those two helped make that happen. So, big shout out to them. Um, it was a great experience, man. Um, it was great to at least be back on Fox 4. I was on there before. But I was more so happy for Boogie and Country, man, because that was their first time getting to the display. They football knowledge and they town on and on display, and I watched it back numerous times when I got back to the crib, and man, they they did a hell of a job. So, very proud of the guys. I'm very proud of everybody, man. Thank you. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I, I still can't believe it. I still go back and look at it because I can't believe it. But 
<clears throat> yeah, man. It it was it was dope. Shout out Carrington. Shout out Brittany. That was that was dope, man. Was Appreciate awesome. it. It was I was nervous as hell. I felt like game seven. I felt like LeBron, man. I I oh, oh I didn't want to choke, man. So I I I think I did all right, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, shout out to everybody who tuned in for that though, man. I saw y'all posting everything. So yeah. Appreciate okay. that. Uh yeah, Kareem, it's on our Twitter page, bro. About your um about your city. There's some really attractive people in that city. Really attractive. Like oh yeah. Every like like really attractive women in that city. Every second, like every second woman I saw I was like, Jesus. You know, like and it's you know, it was amazing. It was unbelievable. Like what a loved it. We got some all right ones. <laughs> He said, "I right. nah, yeah, yeah we, we definitely got some for sure, for sure." Yeah, yeah I was, uh, I was like, "Holy cow!" But mm-hmm. anyway, it was awesome. Yep. So yeah, uh, before I, before we go ahead and uh, you know get to the sponsor and everything, man, John, dude, it was it was a pleasure having you on, bro. Like you were Thank great. You. you were great, dog. It was great to hear your story. And, you know, you gave us some laughs per usual, bro. But yeah, I can't wait. Uh, till the next time, man. Till you pull up, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, I I, I love it. Thank you so much, you know, guy. I, I love the show, and I told both you guys. I'll tell anybody. It's just, it's the chemistry. I I believe that. Like, I'm a guy who follows broadcasters a lot because that's what I always wanted to do. So I'm always looking at broadcasters and broadcasting. And it's for me in podcasts, it's about personalities. And you guys, the four you know, and DMac, uh, you guys have great all all different, but they all work. And, uh, you know, like, it's always laughs and you're real football fans. And that's why I connected because, like, I don't have anyone here to talk to Chiefs. There's nobody here. And so, you know, I've been able to find people on Twitter and find make friends on Twitter and find people who love the Chiefs as much as I do. So I love it. I love the passion. You guys are all smart. You all know your football. And you all, you know, like, but it's hilarious. It's so funny because, you know, Country Boy's going to say something just crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm Chuck took his job today, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By, the, by the way, um, I was actually trolling when I said Wes Walker is better than Mike Evans, man. Sure. You standing, I, you standing I, on that Julian Edelman before we get off, right? I didn't want to say, it. yeah, I'm standing on Julian Edelman, though. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, uh, yeah, Sam, uh, you you just you missed it, bro. Like, I'm glad you Gates. popped in there. Like, yeah, John said Gates. Shut bro, up, Sam. All day. So John, a real one, dog. Yeah. So, I appreciate it. It was, it was nice meeting both of you too. Finally got to- nice meeting you. Yeah. Nice meeting you. I, I haven't got to use the syrup yet, but we, we're gonna put that to use for this week's over. Yeah. Did you try the butter tarts at all? Yes, my mom loves them. Oh, well that's that she makes- loves them. Yeah, she's they're- like, Oh, these are real good. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, they're a delicacy, mom. They're yeah, delicacy. Canadian delicacy. They're they're so good. They're the cure for what ails you every time. But yeah, try the syrup. Like Mike said, you can put it in coffee, put it on oatmeal, put it in anywhere, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, I ain't really had a chance to mess with the butter tarts or the syrup, man. I've been I've been mad busy <laughs> these past few days, but yeah. I'm gonna get to it, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I made sure the butter tarts is still fresh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it, man. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead and get to the sponsor real quick, and then we'll do a quick wrap up of the weekend NFL. We get up out of here. So. It's good. All right. So today, from the good people at Hamish. 
buy one, get one 30% off NFL apparel. Uh, that's still a little special going on right now. Uh, the starter jackets are back. Um, I can't believe I don't have a post for that. But, yeah, those are back. Um, those are still popping. Uh, you got the NFL team essentials collection. You still got your pop culture. Uh, still got the crew next. And then your typical go-to collection. And I'm going to see if there's anything else on here. Um, they got they got shirts now with a, called Flavortown. Flavortown tackles football. So, like, with us, you know, you got the barbecue ribs. You got the KC Wolf watching the barbecue ribs, about to serve them up the folks. And uh, you got the Chiefs with it. So, since uh, we're the capital of barbecue, uh, it's a collab with that and the Chiefs. So, be on the lookout for that shirt. And then you got the NFL throwback collection. That's on here too. So all the teams, they got the little throwback helmets on there and whatnot. And then uh, Halloween is like next month. So that's almost a month away. So they got that going, like Friday the 13th, movie Halloween, all that stuff. So, yeah, man, uh, go and copy some here, copy some gear and pay homage. And speaking of homage. Pay homage, uh, baby. A lot of people uh, saw our post today on Twitter. So we are doing a giveaway. The giveaway is only popping right now. So, yeah, uh, the winner gets two T-shirts and the Chiefs jobbers. So, yeah, uh, the Twitter is posted on – the Twitter post is on our Twitter page. So, if you haven't retweeted yet, uh, retweet that, follow our page, and follow comments, and you'll qualify for that prize. Uh, we'll announce the winner uh, before Thursday's episode, before we preview the Jets game. So, be on the lookout for that, man. Get yourself – give yourself a chance to win that big prize, man. It's a big one, the biggest one we've done. So, All right, so let's go ahead and um, wrap things up here and get a touch on the National Football League this week. So what's your overreaction? Oh, fuck, I hate to say it, man, because my boy's been on my ass in the group chat, but I'm I'm starting to be worried about Jacksonville early. I'm, I'm starting to be a little worried about Jacksonville. They're they not putting together games that – Teams that go on deep playoff runs, dude, against bad teams. They're supposed to put some of these teams away, and they not. So I thought that it was a lot of upsets this week, period. Even Baltimore lost, even though that was a trash call. So it, it was definitely the week of upsets. And Cowboys, again, that was another upset. And the Broncos suck. So that was my biggest takeaway. There was a lot of upsets, and Broncos suck, man. Yeah, Bobbo's country. Let's suck. John, you, Let's got, you, got, you got an overreaction or anything? Um, this past week? I, I'm, I'm. I think the Bengals may have something to be worried about. I don't think if mm. they. I think if they were playing the Rams, anyone else but the Rams, like I, I think they're. Uh, they have to figure out that Burrow situation because he didn't look great. Um, I agree with Boogie on Jacksonville. That was shocked me. Like that was a really surprise. Like they're um they're not going as smooth as I thought <clears throat> at all. You know, I didn't think. Uh... Come on, best ever, right? <laughs> Come on, Kevin, don't Kevin, don't do that. Kevin, don't do that. Up, Kevin, it's, it's Kevin playing, man. And also it's Canadian maple syrup, and it is good in coffee. It is, it is good. It's, um, but yeah, there's, I, I, those are the Jags for sure. I did, uh, yeah, I, I think. I think CJ Stroud has really impressed me. Mm, mm-hmm. I think he's really he came in ready. I mean, Houston's not a great team right now, but I think they're building something. Um, 
And uh, Baltimore surprised me, even though it was a BS call. But Baltimore always has those kind of losses. Really yeah. But I, Jackson was the one that surprised me because I expected them to roll in that set. Yeah. Yep. Um, I've seen that tweet from Bobby. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I want to touch on some of y'all reactions real quick. So, yeah, John, I definitely agree with you on the Bengals, man. Like, And it's to Kyle's point, too, man. Joe Burrow, he is not right, dog. He's not right at all. Now, I feel like he's hurting the team more than he's helping right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I really don't think he can keep continuing to play on that calf like that all season and be effective like how he wants to be, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, the Bengals didn't start smart enough in that game last night until the second half. They finally gave Joe Mixon the ball in the second half. You saw what happened. Things opened up a little bit after that, but at the end of the day, the Bengals, they still look out of sorts right now. So Yeah. Um, and then your your other reaction to the Cowboys, yeah. Okay, so I had a weird feeling that I was gonna be eliminated from my survivor board all of a sudden because <laughs> I was not thinking this. because like, us and the Cowboys, we were both double digit favorites, right? And with us, you know, I was confident we were gonna win the game, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't sure because sometimes we'd be messing around with the spreads, but like I said, I saw the scores um, right before halftime, and I was like, yeah, we're we going to put the pedal to mail in the Bears. But I had a weird feeling about the Cowboys because if you remember, like the Cardinals, they used to be in the NFC East way back in the day, so they're very familiar with the Cowboys. Now, granted, yes, it's different players now and all that, but that's just how it is with the history in the NFL, like, some matchups and rivalry and stuff, you just you kind of know what's gonna go on with that. So uh that's when I had a weird feeling about it. And as the game went on, I said, Man, like I really don't think the Cardinals gonna blow this game all of a sudden, like they did the previous two. So I have one more that surprised me, actually. The, the Green Bay Packers. They was yeah, like I didn't think they'd beat New Orleans. That defense was really good, but I'm surprised. I'm really surprised with how they're playing. Like I'm I'm actually, you know, I, not that I expected Jordan to be the worst, but, you know, he's right. They could be. They could sneak in. We'll see. But I, I'm surprised with the Packers. I mean, they're playing so well right now, and they beat a good team. Yep. Uh, yeah, I definitely was about to touch on um, the Saints and the Packers. Um, the Saints, I mean, I couldn't believe they blew that game, you know. Like, it, like they was kind of deflated when Derek Carr got hurt. And, like uh, – Chris Olave, he had an opportunity to put the game away. He dropped the pass in the end zone. You know, that killed them. And then the Saints, they, they kind of stopped running the ball too, man. They kept giving Packers life, and Jordan Love just turned it on the fourth quarter all of a sudden. Uh, him and Romeo Dallas are doing that thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was a huge comeback by Green Bay, especially after the way they blew the game in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On them the week before. So, that was a good story by them. But to your point about Jacksonville, Boogie, I think that I think part of the issue with Jacksonville is this, and I've seen it. I've seen a few clips from the the, the Houston game, and I said Houston was probably gonna go in there and win because Houston been owning Jacksonville as a matter of fact mm-hmm. in that stadium. Now the past six games, um, Jacksonville's having a hard time with their pass rush. They not getting any mm-hmm. pressure on, on the quarterback whatsoever, and it's a huge issue right now with them. And they don't blitz a lot, right? Because they they try to get pressure with their front four. Mm-hmm. And they're not getting any pressure, so they got to switch it up some. They may have to, they got to send some blitzes, dog, uh, to get something shaking up there. Um, now, offensively, it's it's not all the way Chris Paul was said neither. Um, you know, with Trevor Lawrence and them. So, uh, so like at the end of the day, all I'm saying is this: 
I don't think the Jaguars are as much of a lock in the AFC South as people think. Because here's my theory on it. If, if Anthony Richardson would come, could come back and learn how to protect himself, the, the Colts might be able to steal that division. Because Steve Spagan got the boys actually looking pretty good. They actually playing decent ball. Uh, and then Jonathan Taylor's not even in the mix yet. I don't know if he's, he's even going to play for him this year, but if he does come back and play for them, then that's like an added plus. But AR just got to know how to protect himself because, dude, like, you don't need to be like Josh Allen or even hell. You don't even need to try to be like Cam Newton, bro, because clearly you can't take hits in this yeah, league. Don't do that. Yes. Yeah, bro. So if you just learn to protect yourself and you'll be straight, bro, because when, you, when you're in the game, dude, like, the offense is actually decent. And, like, Michael Pittman Jr., he's having a career year so far. He just stepped it up. So. Yeah. Richardson's a monster. He's got the talent. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, uh, Minnesota man, it's looking like a, a possible fire sale soon in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I think they need to go ahead and uh, just break that up, man. Like, whether it's trade Justin Jefferson or whether it's trade Kirk Cousins, like they need to do something, bro. And I, if I'm them, like I would really want to move on for Kirk Cousins, but we'll see what they do, man. But it, it ain't looking good in Minnesota right now. Move on from Justin Jefferson, please. Yeah, yeah, what y'all need? What y'all need, man? Come on, Beach. He pulled that off. I won't. I won't ever say nothing to Beach if he pulled that shit up. I will never say anything from him again. If he get Justin Jefferson, the league to just be everyone else should just force. Oh, it's over. And throw it's the They're gonna get rid of the thirty yard passes if we do that. Yeah, it's gonna be illegal. And a few more things, dog. Free Kyle Pitts, bro. I'm tired of him suffering at him. I really am, dude. Like, I see this dude get open every game, and Desmond Ritter cannot handle, dude. Like, Desmond Ritter is terrible, bro. If you're not going to play Taylor Heineke soon, dude, like, just trade Kyle Pitts to somebody who's a good – who's in a good passing offense, bro. Like, hell, we could use him two years down the line when Travis Kelsey is about done. You know what I'm saying? They already said they don't have no plans on trading him at all. But they I would say- take him a thousand times every time. But as my friend George said, they said the same thing about playing him too. And they're like, yeah, on the ball, they're not. They're not using him at all. It's weird, like, bro. Decoy. It's Decoy sad, season. It's sad, bro. Cause like I seen um the week before, he 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 shook somebody so vicious, bro. And Ritter did not see him at all. Ritter did not throw the ball. Piss waving his hands and everything. Like, bro, throw the ball, throw the ball, bro. <laughs> he didn't look at him. So, yeah. It'll be a long year for you, Pitts. If somebody mentioned the Cleveland Browns too, Cleveland Browns, I think us and the Cleveland Browns got the top two defenses in the AFC. Yeah, by far. I, I like how Cleveland defense been playing. Every game I done seen them play, they flying. Their cornerbacks is physical. They putting their hands on you. Miles Garrett is self-explanatory. Is that defense definitely? They carrying Deshaun Watson because he ain't playing. He looked a little bit better this week, but yeah, Deshaun balled out this week though. I'm not. Uh, I'm not coming on that side yet. I got to see him consistently do that before I jump back on the bandwagon. I, I get it. But at the end of the day, bro, like, if they didn't cheer about themselves against Pittsburgh, they, they would be 3-0. Because really, yeah. Pittsburgh had no business winning that game. They offense didn't do a damn thing. Like, True. They just basically just gave them the game. But Deshaun Watson played that horrible. He didn't even – he was throwing the ball in the dirt. Like, they could have easily won that. Yeah, he was playing horrible. I mean, the offensive line was playing horrible. Like, Stefanski was horrible with his play calling. Because, look, they was running all over Pittsburgh. Like, you really should have went for 300 yards rushing. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, 
And I picked Pittsburgh. They were one of my sleeper picks. This is why I don't bet. I picked <laughs> Pittsburgh and Seattle. They both look horrible. I mean, Seattle looks okay, but Pittsburgh looks horrible. Yeah, they somehow two and one somehow. So yeah, I guess playing the faders helps. So. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's all I got for my overreactions, man. Um, with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and end the episode, man. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Until the next episode, it's on to the Jets. We out. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, John. Have a good one.